0: Uh, Hello, Uh, this is not Devlin, Uh, this is Luther Griggs. Uh, I've been on the podcast a few times now. This might be my fourth time, maybe fifth. Uh, Not totally sure. Um, If you're uh, confused about hearing my voice, uh, I'm right there with you because I was not expecting to be a full host. But I'm excited for this opportunity for sure. Uh, Devlin and I are sitting in a park it's cool, cool October 1st day, uh, there's orange leaves on the ground, the, the breeze is blowing, it's, it's very nice, and uh, and I, it's a pleasure. So uh, here is your uh, former host, and now, um, so many ums, but uh, now <laughs> guest on this podcast, uh, Mondo Nostalgia, and thank you for listening, and thank you for being here, Devlin.
1: I'm honored to be here on the Mondo Nostalgia show. <laughs> I knew you'd take over one day. I don't know why. I like the former host. It's like Luther's taken over from now on, apparently. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Just, uh, yeah, appreciate this
1: time. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, tell them why we're here.
0: Okay. So uh, the last time I was on the podcast, uh, which was probably about a year ago, maybe early winter of last year
1: yeah we got to change that you need to be on more talking with you
0: (laughs) but uh uh so we had planned to hang out and you brought up uh doing the podcast again and uh so i listened to our last one and you said hey the next time you're on you should interview me yes the
1: egotist that i am (laughs)
0: because every time i'm on it's a lot of questions about me but uh for past listeners uh, you might know maybe enough about me now but uh, never now we get to hear uh, some questions that I have for Devlin and uh, even though I might be feeling self-conscious about this not being fall themed or Halloween themed or anything uh, I do have some questions that do very much have to do with nostalgia and the first question I, I did w- want to bring up because what we talk o- about movies a lot when I'm on the podcast and you've talked a lot about like early, uh, movie going experiences and seeing Star Wars because you weren't really allowed you were seeing a lot of kids movies and Star Wars was like your first one that Wasn't so much a kids movie. Um, so I was wondering do you remember being younger and getting like a VCR or like a home movie? watching System and like movies that you maybe rented or ended up buying that really had a big influence on your home movie watching experience
1: I remember In our home, I was the first person to get uh, a beta machine. It was a beta VHS. No, VHS is different. It was a beta video machine. Uh, My family didn't have one. I was the only one in the house who did. Uh, They were fine with watching cable shows. Uh, But I remember it was Christmas and I got it. And back then, there wasn't a lot of movies available because they were you went to the rental place, and the movies, if you bought them, they were like $70, $80. I believe, I could be wrong, one of the first ones that was cheap, and we're talking like, it was like twenty-four point ninety-nine, which is a lot. That's a DVD price now. But I think it was Top Gun, and it was one of the first economy tapes to be tried, that it came out the same day it hit video rentals. And I love Top Gun, so I remember that one. And then after that i remember i think the biggest score i ever had was when this video store went under and i just bought a ton of used movies because they were like two dollars or something like that but i remember like getting all my favorites like wizard of oz jaws um, yeah just pretty much all the movies that i've come to love What was the
0: experience like going from, like, watching movies on television to, like, having them? And, like, did you watch them repeatedly, like, over and over? And and what age
1: were you at this? I would have been a teenager. I would have probably been... I can't remember exactly. I think I would have been 16, 17. Yeah, I I, I love the movie-going experience. I've talked about it so many times. But to own a movie was incredible that I could put on... Top Gun or anything that I wanted and not to mention you could get blank tapes cheap so you could tape movies on TV and I remember taping a whole bunch of movies on the old paper uh, pay channels that my our family subscribed to so I might not have been able to buy them but I could illegally tape them and I music videos at the time in the 80s were huge and I remember as a kid staying up all night taping music videos. I had tons of them. I wish I kept them. (laughs) I did not. I got rid of them when I moved to an apartment, but I wish I did, because I just had tons of them, and that was some of my best memories, is to just tape music videos, and the dawn would come up, and then I'd be like, I better go to bed, Uh, and then showing all my friends, look what video I got, because some of them were rare, that they only showed a bit. Yeah. Uh, I remember taping Thriller. Its premiere showing. <laughs> now I'm really showing my age, and sh- watching it sh- had to show everybody who came in the house. Have you seen Thriller by Michael Jackson yet? So there, a little Halloween there for you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and so you said when you got rid
0: of them, when you ended up moving no. to an apartment, like was it just to like free up space or? Yeah,
1: um, I had gone to DVD, um, oh, okay. and uh, it was just. Too much. I may actually have a couple still left that are harder to find. Um, I'm picturing Rocky Horror and a Wizard of Oz one I might have. Uh, but all the rest I gave away, and the ones I recorded, I think I just dumped them. And there are like YouTube channels dedicated to just taping what they find on yeah. old things. And I wish I had them, but no, you don't think that way. It's Kind of like these people that got rid of their vinyl and now they're paying twice as yeah. much for the vinyl. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I got rid of most of my vinyl too. But I'm not going back to vinyl, but I love seeing <laughs> people enjoying vinyl again. It's just what we do. Yeah. I think we just like... Well, I always joke. How many times did I buy the Star Wars trilogy? The original Star Wars yes. trilogy. <laughs> Beta. Then I went to VHS. Then it went to DVD. Mm-hmm. Then it went to Blu-ray. And I think I bought at least three versions on DVD yeah. that... Every year they'd come up with a special edition, longer footage, you know, so.
0: Um, So my next question is is pretty similar to that one as well. Um, Do you remember the first record you ever got
1: or bought? Uh, The first album I bought was Star Wars. Uh, It was a two-disc set, Uh, like, records. Yeah, like uh, We're key. going back to, it would have been 77 when the movie came out. I was a little Star Wars nut after I saw it. And I actually bought the wrong album. Okay. Uh, Is there it was... the disco one? No, oh, okay. no, but <laughs> I love the disco and my brother had that single, so I borrow that to listen to. Miko, of course. No, there was two. There was the story where they told the story and okay. they had clips from the movies in it. And my friend had that one, and I loved listening to it. The other one was the um, the John Williams score. Mm-hmm. So I bought the score accidentally. And so I was probably the only kid who was like, I would have been nine, and I had classical music. Because yeah. <laughs> everybody else had the one with C-3PO and R2-D2 on it. I had the cultural. And I was a little bummed at first, but then I loved it. And I just loved putting it on and pretending I was in that world or playing with my Star Wars action figures. And I go, hey, I need the uh, you know Stormtroopers coming in music or (laughs) Leia's theme. So after I think, the 45s, the first ones I bought, I'm proud of, with my own money, was um, 1978. I bought, because I used to always borrow my brothers. Uh, But the first two I bought uh, that wasn't childlike okay i bought two that day one was manamana by the muppets right on that's the child but but i actually bought donna summer's last dance which is one of my favorite disco songs and i still get chills hearing that so i made a good investment when i bought that so that was my first 45. so when what was the
0: time period between like seeing star wars and then getting that record
1: it would have been at least within the year.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I think I saw Star Wars... I think it came out in May, and I saw it a couple months later because my dad wasn't certain about it, mm-hmm. and I think I got that in the fall. So yeah. a couple months. Mm-hmm. I Anything was Star Wars. Like, I went to see the horrible movie Corvette Summer because it was Mark Hamill's follow-up because I thought, hey, it's Mark Hamill, Luke mm-hmm. Skywalker, and... Yeah. Uh, I still like the movie, even though it's really bad if you get a (laughs) chance to see it. It's horrible. But uh, I went to it. I went to Harrison Ford's next movie. Uh, Yeah, that's just the way I rolled.
0: (laughs) And, yeah, so you use the music to play with your toys, I suppose? Yeah. Actually, when I was young, I, like, had so many Star Wars toys. I still have them, actually. Like, I have the, like... C three PO and I, I'm Darth Vader. One too the cases that would open. Up oh, and you nice! Put the toys inside of it. Yeah, I've
1: never really showed you my toys. I think I still have a couple of my original pieces. I have a lot of my action figures still, mm-hmm. um, and I think there might be a couple from going way back and. No, I cannot make money on them because you can see I played with them. (laughs) A lot of their heads fell off. I remember my favorite Princess Leia's head fell off and I kept trying to glue it back on because I did not want to part with it. But Mm -hmm. a lot of the early ones are still the originals um, because I bought a lot from Star Wars and Empire. I was more adults. I was probably about 15 when Jedi came, so I only have a handful and some of those were bought later in life. Mm When I said I can still buy toys,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember going through that transition
1: as well. Cause I yeah, you feel you have to give up, and then you're like, why? Mm-hmm. So well,
0: yeah, I have. I don't have that many. I used to have tons, like bins and bins of action figures. Like I was pretty obsessed with them, and uh, not really much getting new ones, but like just having those characters and stuff like that and as you grow up my mom was very much like the summer would roll around and we're like we're having a yard sale what do you want to get rid of and there's lots of stuff that I'm like wish I didn't get rid of like this and this and that I
1: I don't know if I've ever told you this story but when I was a kid I used to have these it was just like a statue of Tom and Jerry okay and when I started working at Value Village Uh, I don't know whatever happened to them, but I think we did have garage sales, so I have a feeling that's where I lost a lot of my toys. And I literally bought those statues because I'd never seen them except when I owned them. And I think I dated them for about, like, 73 or something like that. And when I brought them home, there was a mark on Jerry Mouse that I remembered on mine, and I believe, I truly believe, I bought my tom that's and jerry awesome. back yeah there's a little like that looks like a burn but it isn't yeah and i totally i said to mike i think these are the figures i had that's so cool is there anything
0: like maybe like those figures that you kind of like regret getting rid of like stuff that you wish you still had that you did
1: would... there was i don't know even what the make was but um there was a little bunny i used to sleep with that would make a weird sound. I don't even think it sounded like a bunny. It just Mm -hmm. made, like, a cute little noise. And I remember I used it so much, it had a kind of like a a, a hole in its thing because I pushed it so much. I don't know what happened to that, and I kind of wish I did. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would have been my oldest stuffed animal. And uh, I still have a couple of old toys from my past, uh, but that is the one I would really love to find or even see a picture of because... I don't even know who made it because I was so young, but mm. I called him Bunny. You know, I was only a kid. Come on, I. <laughs> uh, and I remember bringing him everywhere, but I don't know whatever happened to that uh, bunny.
0: No, that one probably didn't go in a yard sale. No, um,
1: it's funny. No, I, I I think my oldest stuffed animal to that is I have a Bugs Bunny. That's it's it's a plush body, but it's got a plastic head. Yeah and it's from the early 70s, and you actually, it still works, you pull the thing, and you can almost hear the little record inside, yeah, yeah. and it goes, you know, what's you up, Doc, <laughs> and stuff, and it's funny, I've never seen this before, and I went to a friend, Gary Reed's house, we were having dinner, and Mike just kind of nodded to me, and look, and I look over, there's the rabbit, he had the same thing growing oh, up, that's so cool. and those are the only two I've ever seen in the world, um, and that... I, I love it. We always say we bonded because we have the same <laughs> same. same toys and the same cool. love of movies.
0: Um, okay, so uh, the next question I had was, uh, what was like the first time, to- like first time you saw live music or went to a concert?
1: My first concert was supposed to be Sheena Easton in 1982. I um, I was a huge Sheena Easton fan. She only had one album out, and she did the Bond theme for your eyes only at that point. Okay. Uh, and my brother tried to surprise me, but he was surprised that Sheena Easton was so big on one album and that it sold out. Oh. I was really bummed out because he told me about it, too, <laughs> and I couldn't go to it. But that saved that summer where I got my first live concert was Olivia Newton-John oh, at wow. c Stadium, 1982. The awesome thing about it is that tour she actually filmed... For a VHS release. Oh. It was not the concert I saw. It was, I saw her in Toronto. This was filmed, I think, in like Utah or something like that. Okay. But she sings the order of the songs. She sings, pretty much says all the stuff in the middle exactly as I remembered. So I actually can watch. You can read that? It. Uh, yes. I don't have it on DVD, <laughs> but I've burnt legal copy, and if you're a fan, you can go watch it on YouTube. It's the 1982 physical tour. It was amazing. I had crappy seats, but I didn't care. Uh, it was so crappy, we could barely see the screens that she was on, Yeah, but I still almost passed out when she sang Hopelessly Devoted to You, which at the time was my favorite song. It's been upgraded now to Magic, but I still hopelessly into my top five, and I almost passed out. Um, yeah, I... That was my first concert so i always thought i didn't get to see sheena who was i was a big fan of mm-hmm. to in order order to be that mm-hmm. to be my concert so so you were
0: already like super into olivia at that olivia
1: point. Uh, i was a you and i've talked about this i was a huge fan of greece yeah uh, i was obsessed with greece mm-hmm. uh, i loved olivia but it wasn't until xanadu where i became obsessed with olivia uh, that's when I started going back and listening to her country songs. Yeah. And after that, it became a love affair, which I never abandoned. I've seen a lot of people who love things at my age. Like, I know a guy who is obsessed with Duran Duran, and he can't listen to them now. Yeah. And people are shocked that you're like, you still love Olivia? I guess she's <laughs> a role model to me. She, There's so much about her I love, not just her music. I love her movies. I love her activism, uh, the stuff she's done for cancer, just her surviving and her attitude. If you ever see interviews with her, she has such a a positive outlook and she can Mm -hmm. laugh at herself. He watched when she guest starred on Glee as herself, you know, it wasn't the nicest portrayal of her and she was okay with it. Yeah. Um, I loved it and, and I love that sense of humor and I came close to meeting her once. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was in the same room as her, not at a concert. Uh, she opened up a line of boutiques called Koala Blue. Okay. And, uh, my sister-in-law took me there to meet her and she basically, um, when she, before she came out, she had a lot of problems with stalkers, and so they said it depends how Olivia feels if she'll sign autographs. She's literally just going to come out, say hello, and then just go into her store, and that was <laughs> it. Yeah. And that was good enough for me. Uh, and then what happened was um, they said if she feels comfortable, she'll sign a few autographs, but because of problems in her past... yeah. Uh, don't be upset with her if she doesn't. And she felt comfortable. Signed monographs. Uh, I remember she was talking to us, and I couldn't believe I was so close to her. And I just, I, I, I couldn't say anything. I, I was clapping, but I couldn't even. And then at one moment, it was quiet, and I just said, I love you, Olivia! And she looked and said, I love you. And Aww. that was the closest. That's so nice. Uh, and then my sister-in-law um, just plowed through and got my autograph for me because she yeah i couldn't get through but my sister-in-law she's a bigger lady and (laughs) she knew how important it was for me so she got it and i didn't think she got it she came back said olivia and i wish i had a lighter picture because you could barely see it
0: (laughs) yeah do you still do have it though
1: i do Uh, where it is i should have it (laughs) on a frame yeah um but it's around somewhere i yeah. feel bad i'm gonna look for it now did you, you ever have
0: the opportunity to like record stuff about olivia newton john with your beta machine when oh were... yes yeah. yes
1: every time she was on entertainment tonight every time she was uh every time they showed one of her movies on um yeah i i taped lots of olivia stuff uh that concert that's they showed it on global tv uh, it used to piss me off when they showed that concert, because I saw it. But because they had to get it into an hour, Something they had to cut, cut a it, whole bunch yeah. of songs. But the one part that I pissed me off is she would, she'd do a Grease Medley. And she'd start with Hopelessly Devoted to You. And she always started with, this is one of my all-time favorites. And in the global, she says that. And they go into, you're the one that I want. Oh, and gosh. I hate that people think that that's <laughs> one of her favorites, that's even funny. though I know it was edited that way
0: did you have like other friends that were really into her or was, were your friends kind of like, Oh, here's Devlin talking about,
1: um, no, I definitely brought Olivia to everybody. Yeah. Um, I, but the good news is, is most of my friends have a fondness for Olivia because of me. Yeah. Uh, I once said to Mike, um, I, I, I said to him, did you think Olivia would play this big a part of your life? And he said, uh, no, but honestly, I have no problem with it. It could be worse, right? Mm-hmm. It could be somebody I don't like. And he fell in love with Xanadu when I showed him that. He showed me, you know, some cheesy movies. And we, I showed him Xanadu, and he always watches it with me. And he does not re-watch movies too often. Yeah. I can tell if he really likes a movie when he comes in to watch it multiple times. Yeah. he will not. it will be like, yeah, I saw this. I'm going in the other room. But <laughs> Xanadu, he will. Was but there... no, everybody... Who knows Olivia, I think I introduced them. I think per capita I showed... I was. I think the reason I was shocked with you is because I usually show everybody Xanadu for the yeah. first time, but you had already seen it, and then mm-hmm. I said, yeah, he's going to be one of my new best friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, had Xanadu already come out when you saw the concert? Was that movie already out at that time? Yes, yeah. yes.
1: Uh, uh, Xanadu came out in 80, uh, and uh, that came out in 82. Mm-hmm. Uh, the concert was 82. I actually saw Xanadu the first weekend, and I got the soundtrack album before it was supposed to be on sale. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we went to a store. We were visiting relatives in Pembroke, a very small town, and we went in looking for the Xanadu soundtrack, and the movie wasn't going to come out till the following week. Yeah. Uh, and um, the guy said, well, it's not supposed to come out until Tuesday. Um, but we have copies of it, and my brother and I talked to him, and because I was only like a little kid, not that little, I was probably yeah. 12 maybe, but he actually brought it out and let me buy it early. I said something that I'd like, lived in a place where they wouldn't have it yeah. on Tuesday. So I actually had it beforehand, so I was listening to it before the movie, uh, and then I got to see it the next weekend, so I got to see it opening weekend.
0: Um, where so you grew up in Hamilton, right?
1: Yes. Um, so where would you go to
0: buy records and movies and stuff like that?
1: Um, uh, I When I started getting a lot into it, every Thursday night it became a, a, a religion. When I first got uh, started getting money and getting a paycheck, me and my friend Dave would always go downtown Hamilton. We would buy from Music World, Cheapies, Dr. Disc. Um, Anybody who lives in Hamilton are probably having great memories of all these stores. Um, Yeah, we'd go have a nice uh, meal, then hit all the record stores we could. Mm -hmm. Used, new, and we'd always come back with movies, music, everything. Uh, And it's, it's such a great memory. And we did that for a long time, and then eventually we just stopped. Uh, but it was a tradition that I absolutely loved. I was broke, but <laughs> you know when you get your first paycheck, yep. you know, and you're like, oh my God, I don't have to pay rent, I don't have to do this, and you're coming home with just like everything, toys, yeah. th- you know, so yeah. But yeah, I, there were so many record stores, records on wheels, Sunrise, Yeah, I, I even forget some, somebody mentioned Melody Lane, which was at the Center Mall, and I go, oh my God, I used to go there every week to get my CKOC charts. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, lots of great memories. It's sad that there's not many around anymore. Yes,
0: RIP cheapies, (laughs) (laughs) for sure. Yes, definitely. uh, And those places also sold movies too, or were there other spots for movies as well?
1: Uh, Movies I would actually get at, I remember, Eaton's would sell they were actually a good price before yeah no it was long gone the it was downtown in the part next to Jackson Square that was actually considered the Eaton Center when it opened like our version of the Eaton Center and um, before Walmart and stuff that was the cheapest place to get movies unless you could find them used but because they were so new you um couldn't really find them but cheapies used to be a good place to get used movies mm-hmm. um even back in the 80s yeah uh, i was getting them there and that. and you could always find weirder ones which was nice i'm very familiar yes <laughs> i'd yes. say
0: like a good quarter of my movie collection has been bought or inherited from cheapies yeah it's
1: getting harder to find places to get movies now like mm-hmm. You know, I see the odd one at Value Village and stuff that I pick up and stuff, but maybe it's just because I have so much now. Yeah. Um, well, we've
0: got five minutes
1: left-ish.
0: Seven-ish minutes left.
1: Is this the speed round
0: now? <laughs> it's just, I had a timer on my phone because usually when we do the podcast, we talk for like at least an hour and a half. So yeah. I was worried about going over time. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What can we do for five minutes? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've cut myself short here. No problem. Um, were there other spots that you liked going around when you were younger in Hamilton that you weren't buying records or movies from? Like, maybe like, I don't know, cafes or restaurants? Or... Um,
1: well, the, the Thursday night... Besides the movies, we'd always go to the Silver Snail, which okay. was the comic book shop. There was that, one in Hamilton? There was one in oh, Hamilton, a cool. um, couple blocks down from Chibi's, Um and that was brilliant. And then there was a couple of used second-hand places that sold discs and movies as well.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, And yeah, thankfully, I could get a lot of them. Um, cafes? Well, you know, I spent a lot of time at the staircase, R.I.P. Um... That's the timer. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. (laughs) Uh, But I did spend a long time at the staircase, and, you know, people know how much I love that place. Um,
0: So that place has been around for that long, or...?
1: Stair... No, staircase... Oh, just like now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Lately. Um, I didn't really hang out at cafes. I was not the cool... Hang out at... Ca- I wish I was. I, that was all later in life. Yeah. No, I was more buy movies, music, and head home to listen to it and watch yeah. it all. Uh, or go to the movies. Yeah. Um, but no, I wish I was. That more socializing came my 20s and yeah. 30s. Uh, I wish I did it when I was younger, uh, but it just wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's it. <laughs>
0: I guess that'll be it then.
1: <laughs> you did a great job. I tried my best. No, <laughs> Yo, you did awesome.
0: Thank you, everyone, uh, for listening to this special edition uh, Luther Host Mondo Nostalgia. If I ever do it again, I'll hopefully be a bit more prepared. Um, please uh, like and subscribe. Uh, if you have any experiences of you know, being around downtown Hamilton buying music or movies or even just watching movies at home like feel free to
1: leave a comment yeah if you have questions you want luther to ask me next time yeah that would be good too so we'll do a sequel (laughs) if anybody really wants to get to know me you don't want to get to know me that much
0: (laughs) all right well thank you very much for the opportunity thank you
1: you did a great job thanks